This episode is brought to you by Abbott. Welcome back to our last day at TCT 2018. I'm Mike Gibson and I'm joined by Gert Richard. We're talking about uh, prepare calc, road ablation before stent placement. Uh, tell us about your study. It's a study for interventional cardiologists which are committed to treat heavily calcified lesions. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is common sense that these lesions have to be prepared to some extent. And uh, the established procedures and the established techniques are the rotational arterectomy and the uh, cutting or scoring uh, balloons which are used for such difficult lesions. And uh, we randomized uh, 200 patients with severe calcified de novo lesions one-to-one either to the rotoblator or to the cutting or scoring balloon. And this was rotational, not orbital atherectomy? This is the, the old-fashioned old yes. <laughs> rotational atherectomy. Yes. Yes, we, we don't have the orbital in Europe I so see. far. Yes. Wow, that must be one of the only devices we have in the U.S. that no, you don't have. Uh, this uh, will change, I yes. think. <laughs> hmm? So uh, what did you find? We found uh, we had two um, primary endpoints. One was strategy success, whether you can do the job with uh, the uh, given device and the late lumen loss at nine months. And the strategy success was much higher with the rotational arterectomy. What percent of patients had uh, delivery of the stent with that approach? Um, 98% were were treated successfully with the rotoblator. And how about the other arm? How often did they cross over and what was the success rate? We had to cross over uh, around 16 patients mm-hmm. and the success rate in the modified balloon group was 81%. So, so even with the crossover, still only 81%? No. Oh, I see. That doesn't include the crossovers. The, okay. the, yes. Okay. yes. So one of five patients could not be successfully treated with a balloon alone. But if they went into the crossover, they also had a good outcome. What about periprocedural myelin necrosis? You know, with rotoblation, we send a lot of particulate matter downstream. Yes. Did you measure area under the curve of CK or troponin? No, no, we didn't measure it, but uh, I can tell you that the periprocedural complications are low. Okay. We, we used this uh, minimalistic approach with the rotoblator that means low rotational speeds, uh, low burr vessel sizes, and um, usually only one burr. And the patients were pre-treated so with kind of ro- rotoblator light, essentially. And mm-hmm. how about late loss? Did that differ? Le- it doesn't differ. Mm-hmm. We assume that there could be a difference because previous studies told us that the rotoblator indu- induces more vessel, vessel injury and more um, intima formation, uh, which is counted as late lumen loss. Mm-hmm. But this was actually not the case in this study. So what do you conclude? What is the message for practicing docs? Depending on your experience and in depending on your preference. You can do these heavily calcified lesions either with upfront rotoblation electively or you can start with a balloon 
But if you start with a balloon, you have to be prepared for a crossover or a bailout situation. Or what so, we call rota regret. Yes, you, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So anyway, you have to be trained in the technique of rotational attractomy. Great. Thanks for joining us today. And yes. thanks to all of you for joining us here live from TCT 2018 here in San Diego.